but I'm going to at least get my workout in because that's what I normally do on Thursdays, right? And the games and football and all the festivities, all that doesn't start till nine o'clock in the morning or so anyway. Um, but it does, it just taking a step back and just reflecting on the year so far. And there's something that's really powerful about that. And just being in the moment and being, being present. Welcome to the Success Flow Podcast, where our mission is simple, to be better each day, and relay our findings with other relentless humans defining success for themselves. If that sounds like you, let's begin. Dude, Saturday was fun at Capstone Contributes, wasn't it? That was a great time. Our first time being at the same table together. Yeah, we had, uh, what were we, table number four, I think. We also had table five. I had 20 people from my team. Journey, we sponsored, I think it was our fourth year. Um, but Ed does an amazing job, dude. He's so passionate behind this stuff. The event is so awesome. And just just the, the energy driven with the DJ, the cause, everyone being out there. We had a great representation from Junto. And uh, I, I just agree. The kids in action, seeing them. Now that they're at the age where they're ex- not only into it, they've always been into it, but actually efficient. Man, Victoria was pumping those things full right on command. Like there, this was some Henry Ford type efficiency at our table. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's uh, you almost gamified it a little bit. So uh, for those for for the listener, this thing we do every year. It's Capstone contributes. Our guy Ed Drummond owns Capstone Realty Professionals, best property management company in the state, and. Uh, he partners with an organization called HELP, Homeless Engagement Lift Partnership. And every year in November, same weekend, Veterans Day weekend usually, um, he gets the community together, holds, what, two, how many people? Two, 250 people are out there. And they do this HELP Snacks event where, um, and HELP does this all throughout the year and whatnot. Just Ed does his, his event in November. But we all get together and we fill snack bags with healthy snacks and, and, uh, you know, for at risk or homeless youth in our community who otherwise, you know, may not be able to find a snack or a meal, um, without the help of help this amazing organization. And I know the executive director, the founder of help Don Marie, she's the sweetest lady, um, ever. And she just has such a, she's got a great backstory of why, you know, she does this, but, um, just so much passion and purpose behind it. And I love giving back. I love bringing the family out. And like you said, Victoria, and Jack, you know, my kids out there just gamifying this thing because they do it. They turn into a relay race and they track how many bags each table's filled. Uh, we didn't take the top spot this year, but they gave their best effort. That's for sure. And we filled over 20,000 bags, uh, which was pretty incredible. It's a huge number. It really is. When they when they pump out the numbers of, of how many and these kids, you know, it's it's a snack bag and it may just be getting them through the day, but they might not have had anything else for the rest of the day. You start thinking about that perspective and it. It brings a real sense of gratitude, which is what we talk about on this podcast a lot, being a superpower. And, and kind of the theme for this one is this is probably being released right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I would say uh, tomorrow, Thanksgiving, there's a lot to be thankful for, a lot to be grateful for. Um, and giving back is, you know, one of those things. I think, you know, when you're at risk or have these things going on, it, it can be challenging to think about the things that you're grateful for and thankful for. And and uh, it's, you know, it it. it those that have the ability to give back, I think it's just, a, it's our duty. It's our, uh, to serve others. Um, it's important. And so it's something that we do every year. We do multiple things throughout the year, water drives. And we're actually, my team is talking about getting together and doing a food bank, um, you know, during the holidays and all that stuff. It's just, 
there's just nothing more fulfilling than that when it's not thinking about yourself at all and you're just putting in the work to help others is you know selflessly right you're not looking for any to gain anything out of it you just want to give back and and support those uh support the community that supports you and that you live in absolutely yeah i've i've become kind of a stickler in my family around the thanksgiving table it's kind of cheesy or i guess for the modern times cringe is it cringe is the is the new thing going around but i i hold everyone to the table everyone's ready to eat i mean they've been either smelling the cooking all day and i'm like nope no one can touch the food until we go around and say what we're grateful for and i'll never forget last year gary actually who could not rolled his eyes he he's always he always participates but like last year he really opened up about how really? grateful he was for the day it was the first one we hosted at our house and I kind of got a little, man, get a little goosebumps thinking about it now, but that's what I love about the holiday. I think it is my favorite holiday now as an adult um, because it kicks off the holiday season, right? Christmas is great. <clears throat> I get a little sad around Christmas time. Yeah, that's a whole different story, but that's why Thanksgiving, this season of kicking off the holidays, you're around the people you love the most. There's football going on. There's plenty of great food and you're just kind of getting the motor going for the season going into the holidays with intention when we all have a lot of chaos going on in our professional lives so uh, i just love that and uh if you're listening family hope you're hope you're doing your research on what you're grateful for this year or spur of the moment's fine too yeah i mean i think it's a good daily practice to you know practice gratitude and and thanksgiving is just a good reminder to you know openly think about that um I know it'll be uh, one of my uh, storybook feature, uh, the flight that I send out next week will be a list of things that I'm grateful for and what others should be grateful for. And just, it's like the little things, like I'm grateful I work, woke up today, right? Like just little things of, you know, my big, big problems may not be as big. And I think part of the community outreach that you do is um, helps you recognize that as well. But I love that you do the grateful, um, you know, around the horn. I can see Gary. I know Gary and I can see him uh, probably some sort of snarky or sarcastic comment is what I would have expected. But it's awesome that he opened up and, you know, had something to say. Yeah, that's just his sense of humor. He he's a he's an extremely generous guy. And and uh, yeah, it's fun to see fun to see in his in his later years how how much the family time means to him. On that note with Thanksgiving, I think it's also worth, you know, talking about we go into this time of indulgence, right? It's the holidays, lots of good food around, lots of beverages flowing. And the last few years, there's a lot of people that have good traditions around this, like the turkey bowl. We used to play a football game on Thursday morning, get up and early in the cold and well, not as cold in Arizona, but play a flag football game. Get the, you know, get the appetite rolling, burn some calories. I know a lot of people do turkey runs, some some 5Ks around in the area uh, or, or, or just hitting the gym. It's kind of like earn your stuffing, you know, trying to keep go, go into the holidays intentionally when we're trying not to create more, you know, work for us down the road as we start gearing up for beach body season in the spring. So keeping those, the things we talk about in this podcast, top of mind, being intentional. What do we really want, you know, going about these get togethers in an intentional way? Yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving's on Thursday, right? Well, what do you do if you've got your morning routine and you've got your weekly routine? What do you normally do on Thursday? Yeah, you're probably not working. Um, but if you are, you know, you still have your normal stuff. But Thursday is my workout day, 
So I'm waking up and I'm going to go hit the gym and, you know, my personal trainer, will see if his name is also Gary, by the way. So we'll see. We haven't talked about it yet, but I'm sure he'd be open to doing uh, a training session on Thanksgiving. I don't know, but I'm going to at least get my workout in because that's what I normally do on Thursdays. Right. And the games and football and all the festivities, all that doesn't start till nine o'clock in the morning or so anyway. Um, But it does. It just taking a step back and just reflecting on the year so far and, there's something that's really powerful about that and just being in the moment and being, being present. Um, I was actually actually just had coffee with someone today and talking about, we were talking about being in the present moment and like not worrying so much about uh, the past, like what's happened in the past and dwelling on that and not, you can't really, you know, focus on what, what potentially could happen in the future and be fearful of that and that kind of thing. And just focusing on this moment and what I can control now to make the next moment better. And I think Thanksgiving allows us to do that. It centers us. It gets us back to family and people that we're happy to be around. Um, but I think it's important also to talk about you're going to see family that you probably haven't seen in a while. And if you have a bone to pick with some of them, maybe that's an opportunity to strike up a conversation and just squash it. Like life's too short to be, especially with those that are close to you. So I don't know. I, I remember my Thanksgivings uh, growing up. We used to go to Flagstaff every year with all the aunts, uncles, cousins, and it was like the most fun time ever. Um, and those years, it was funny. We were the family that all the way up until about midnight, it'd be great. And then from about 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., a lot of the booze kicks in. And then there's the fights and the arguments. And then the next day we go bowling and we're all happy family again. It's the wildest thing. But uh, that's just kind of how we operated. It's kind of some of the fun memories in the games and gambling and all the fun things we used to do when we uh, on Thanksgiving day. Well, you, you nailed it on the head. We, it's such limited time. The calendars are so full throughout the year and you compact all of this into this narrow window in the holidays and you're supposed to catch up on all of it and, you know, just, just squeeze it all into these little time windows. And that's where some of that stuff comes out. So yeah, uh, again, this isn't, this isn't to put, a bunch of extra effort onto the holiday season. It's just about keeping top of mind what you really want. And that present moment, you're speaking my language there. Uh, that That's what we're trying to do on the holidays, right? Have to look at the memories. Yes. In the past, I do a lot of that around the holidays with family. That's a part of the joy, but, but that present moment, knowing you only have so many of these holidays, the, the time is so limited. So making the most of it, make sure you're showing up present, maybe ditching the, ditching the cell phone a little bit, keeping it in the pocket or the purse or, or whatnot can, can make this uh, a really great time of year. I, the season also kicks off the real season of giving, which we talked about, about capstone. You're seeing a lot of this in your community this year. Maybe you're adopting a family that doesn't have as much as you do this time of year. And honestly, the economy is in tough shape. The, the giving budget might be a little bit down, but, that sense of gratitude and and knowing what you have comparatively to what you had five years ago, or maybe that's changed. Whatever you can do to spread that with the community that you're around or things that speak to you goes a long way this time of year. And I know that St. Vincent de Paul, which we had Ryan Corey on um, earlier in the year, they just kicked off their season of giving uh, at a wonderful breakfast at the Biltmore and, shared some very touching stories about people that are really are giving their all. They are trying to define success for themselves. It's just at a, a very uh, different 
it, it might be just the very as about base level as it gets, but haven't given up. And those stories just, it's just one break. Like some people just need a little bit of grace and a little nudge, a little boost, a trampoline to get them bouncing back. And if you have the ability to do that, there's nothing that can, that can make you, it selfishly it makes you feel better, but but that sense of community, we're all in this together. We can get kind of siloed. So keeping that top of mind for the listeners as well, if there's something that that you love in your community, maybe you didn't get to do it last year, try to get that on the schedule with the family. Yeah, I love what Ryan Corey's all about. St. Vincent Day Paul, he talks a lot about hope and he talks a lot about joy. And those are the two things that people really uh, strive on to continue pushing forward and not losing the battle of, you know, is this the end or what, what else, you know, trying to figure out what I can do. And if you have that hope and you have that joy and you're trying to, to, to build that, those that are around you that can give you that, um, you know, it, you may not have the financial, uh, you know, you may not have the, the ability to give financially, but you have the ability to give your time. And so there's a lot of opportunities to, Maybe you're not adopting a family, but you're going to go down and you're going to help serve food over on Thanksgiving Day and, you know, help some of these people out that, you know, may not have the ability to get food on their own or whatever. Right. And so I think also if you have children doing that with your kids and bringing them to those uh, those types of giving events really helps with their growth and how they're developed. And, and as they grow up into adulthood, they kind of will pass that on throughout their life and, and with their kids. And so I think Ed actually going back to Ed Drummond uh, with Capstone, he, he says, I bring my kids just because I don't want them to be little assholes when they grow up. <laughs> He's like, I just want them to know. <laughs> I just want them to know that like, Hey, you have to give back to the community. It's like, if you're in a position that where you can, you should. And um, not only is it super helpful for those in need, but, selfishly, it does make you feel good, right? And it does make you feel good putting a smile on someone else's face. And I think that's something that we can remind ourselves of just even everyday life of holding the door for somebody, right? Just chivalry, right? And just having that ability to give back, make because making someone smile, giving them hope, giving them joy. Uh, and that's why we're all here. And, and I think that at the crux of it all, the purpose of what we're doing is to live in positivity and hope and joy. Yeah, we're we're wired to do it. We're wired knowing that this is a team game, even though we're playing uh, from an individual perspective. And I think that's why that that dopamine and that feeling of of reward helping out your neighbor <clears throat> comes through so so strongly. You bring up a you bring up a really interesting point with with Ed's quote for his children, and it's something that keeps coming up often on the golf course for some reason. I don't know why that is, but comes up in Junto and comes up with my, my coworking peers. And it's, we live in this time of abundance, right? Where, uh, and, and consumerism where we compare it to when we were younger and are able to do, and this is coming from a guy that doesn't have kids. So take it for what it's worth, but it's been expressed so many times that it sticks with me. You have this desire in one hand to give your kids everything that you can, because you really can you like, it's not, it's not tough to get the new shoes or the new Xbox game that, that was really important to you. But on the other hand, the sense of uh, earning it and being a, uh, from your father, Bill Harris is quote that stuck with me, written up on the whiteboard. I want you to be an asset to society, uh, not just yeah. a consumer. Love that, that quote, seeing it every day shifted my life. That's a tough balance. That is a tough balance. And I, I hearing it so many times, it has a tough mind. Like, 
what the answers are. And some some parents are getting really creative in how kids are starting businesses or having to actually bring value to the to the household in 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 place of getting these material items. Anyway, it's something that's come up a bit and it's kind of on on brand as we approach the holiday season, Santa Claus coming to town. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. I know you've shared a little bit of it, but how you approach that. Yeah. I mean, I grew up, uh, it, my childhood was a lot, a lot around chores. And if I wanted to go out and do something um, and I needed some cash, then I would use my allowance money. You know, it wasn't given to me, here's 20 bucks and go to the movies. It was, well, here's your allowance money. And every Sunday was chore day to earn my allowance. And even if I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, I negotiated with uh, my parents that we should get paid our age in allowance money. So my sister, you know, always got $2 less than me. Um, but you know, my tasks were a lot harder. I had to spray down the cool decking and, you know, the, around the pool and, you know, she, she had to, you know, do the dishes. And so, you know, we'll see uh, manual labor with the, with the lawn mowing and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I think it's just the earn mentality. I think that's true. I, I don't think like, <laughs> not talking about child labor and putting your kids to work, but it's like, you know, do get good grades and, uh, you know, focus on things that you can develop, um, them with their mindset. Like, Hey, you know, think about it this way or think about it that way. And then they, you know, it's not just every time you go to a store buying them a gift or whatever. And a lot of times it's, uh, what I found with my kids is they'll, especially when you go into a store, right. Especially now with all the holidays and they see Santa and they see all the things that they're presence, presence, and it's like flashing. And it's, you know, they, the marketing teams at Target and Walmart and whatever, they know what they're doing, trying to get their attention. Everything is hypnosis. It is right. And so they want it. They want candy. They want all these things. And it's, it's never a yes right then and there. It's never a yes. We never just go just to shut them up or anything like that. It's never like, yeah, we'll get you this, this yeah. object. Um, it's always a no, and they might fight us on it and whatever, but then we're like, if you still want this thing when next time we come back and it's still here, then we'll talk about it. But right now, this impulse buy, it's not going to happen. And so that's kind of what we've been able to train our, you know, not train, but help educate our kids on. Love that. And on one of the most recent times this came up was having dinner with a colleague. Shout out to Anthony Beers, also works at Workiva. He was telling me about how not only on the material side, but when you're going out to events or travel, that the kids are participating in the, the planning or if they're going to a game or a sightseeing, what are you what are you contributing to this experience? Which I thought was yeah. super cool. I hadn't heard that before. It's like, what are you like? What's your, what's your play here in the community and the tribe? And uh, that that kind of helps when you want to get the you know the jersey at the at the game or or whatnot. So I'm sure I'm sure uh, all of our our parent listeners have their own playbooks, but just some 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 thoughts as we approach the season. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't agree more with that. I think it's, you know, asset to society. Like my dad said, you know, that's great for adults. I think for kids to be an asset to the family and those closest to you is where you can start. And then, it, it, you know, you grow older and then you take them outside and do the different community give backs and things to be an asset to society. But their focus right now is just school, right? And just learning and growing and developing and sports and all the things. And our focus is just keeping them alive. I mean, there's no playbook for this stuff and we just want to get them through to adulthood as, <laughs> as parents. We just want to teach them and educate them and keep, keep the blood pumping until they become an adult. And then hopefully you did a good job. I mean, that's really what it, what a lot of it comes down to. And, you know, Kim and I were thinking about it too. It's like, you know, Jack's 11 and if they go to college or they go, they leave the house at 18 years old, that's literally only like seven, 
summers away. And it's kind of wild to think about how quickly that goes. Um, and I think it, it, you know, these times, these the fourth quarter of the year where you have all these holidays, it does bring back a lot of those thoughts and like, you know, reflection of like what you've done and how you're going about it, whether it's with your kids or giving back to the community or with your friends or your family or whatever, it just take the opportunity to appreciate what you've done so far with the limited time that you have left um, with your kids or limited time you have left on this earth or whatever, like life is short and um, just continuing to be present every single day. I think is just, uh, you know, it's always a good reminder. Absolutely. How about you? What this year, uh, what are, what are some of the top things you're grateful for? Get, get some, some big ones, not your cup of coffee or waking up this morning, but we are going to do another episode about, you know, the year, this is the time to be planning for next year. Right. Then that's, that's going to be coming down the pipe and curious reflecting on the back of the year. What are you, what are you grateful for? Yeah. It's uh yeah, you got all the, you know, the health and, and the family dynamics and, you know, I'm, I'm blessed there. I, you know, there was a couple of years ago, I wouldn't say I was the healthiest person. And so bouncing back from that to where I'm at now is I'm super grateful for that. I think there could have been some opportunities to go the other direction. And uh, so I would say I'm extremely grateful for what I have now, what the mission that I'm on now, it's not nearly in a perfect position, not nearly in a, a really even a great position on paper. Um, if you think about like what your perception of success is and what you're striving for, maybe what other per people perceive you as, um, you know, getting into the nitty gritty of who you are and just being grateful for what you have right now is all that matters. Um, so, you know, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I, I just very, as my kids get older, just very much more being a present father, being a present husband. And I'm grateful that they, they love me and I love them. And, um, I think you can simplify that and just focus on your tribe a little bit. Um, you know, and just remembering to be, to be present. I kind of keep going to that. I'm going back to that just cause I literally had a full 20 minute conversation about present moment with, uh, someone around coffee this morning, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Just happy, man. Things are, things are going in the right direction. Couldn't agree more. And I think that's all one that always comes top of mind, right? Just the, the family unit and the tribe, the family and friends around you, the groups you're in. It's just, I just don't think there's much else besides, you know, that that's, that's what else is there really besides the other humans and relationships that you're having an impact on that you can help and, and are in this with you. And I, I couldn't agree more. And a part of everything you just mentioned, I'm, I'm grateful for this podcast. Like this, this year has been, this has been a great way to get some thoughts out and create with you. And, uh, we, it, I remember when we decided we were going to do it, it was like, oh, we'll, we'll see if we'll, we'll see if we can get 20 episodes out and, and we're cruising. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for this outlet in a, in a challenging year. Um, but yeah, I'm really grateful for everything. The challenges, the it sounds cliche, but everything's temporary in this season, present moment, bang on theme. It's uh, it's right where we we need to be. Yeah, I I agree. This podcast has been a lot of fun. Um, I think just the mission that 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 we're on, and just the consistency and the discipline, and just saying, you know, hey, let's get a weekly weekly show out, and let's, you know, let's learn something new and let's have conversation and let's just talk. And I think it's really cool for, for us to continue that. And I'm, I'm grateful for that as well. Um, okay. So give me, uh, what is your favorite Thanksgiving memory growing up or more recently, whatever it is for you? Uh, give me a story. 
Yeah, so it's pretty easy for me to think about it every year. We, we always did Thanksgiving out at my father's side, and I got to stay from Thursday to the following Sunday, and we squirrel hunted the entire weekend. Oh, nice. So that, that was actually after my, my father passed when that started, but I got his gun, his twenty two, and went out, and my uncle and I, we did some deer scouting for him and shot a bunch of squirrels and cooked squirrels, which – um, it's not the tastiest wild game there is, but when you, <laughs> when you were hunting it, it was a blast and we just ate leftovers and we were out in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, Sullivan, Missouri, bourbon, Missouri, actually. And it, I just, I couldn't wait to go back to school and tell everybody about it, wearing my camo hat on Monday. And, um, yeah, the, it was just a great, a great weekend getting outdoors and hanging out with my uncle. How about you? That's awesome, man. Yeah. We, we didn't do the hunting thing. Um, we we play a lot of games. We play we play a lot of ship captain crew, which is a dice game that my my uncle was in the navy that taught us that he used to play with his navy boys when he was in in his early twenties. Um, and you have quarters, and you kind of go around the around the table. And sometimes we'd have fifteen people playing at once. And if you had the highest score, you get the pot. And you know we have a we we play thirty one, which is a card game. And usually we get like twenty people around the table for that. And you play with dollars, you know, so it's like cheap you know, a couple of, you know, quarters and dollars went up, but there's just nothing better than the community of those games. And we get rowdy with it. And, uh, we have, when someone gets knocked out at 31, we have a song that you sing like, bye, bye. So-and-so. And And like, we have, it's it's a blast, dude. And we've been doing that since as long as I can remember. And that's just the community aspect, the family aspect and coming together and playing those games is absolutely what I love about Thanksgiving. So guns and gambling are our answers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> anyone, uh, anyone up in the Ohio or, you know, from the Ohio or Michigan area probably knows the game Euchre, which is another card game that we'll play. Not gambling, oh, yeah. but it's, but Euchre is a good fun one that we'll play. But yeah, guns and gambling is exactly what our memories are like. <laughs> Thanksgiving. I think your, your family got Kim and Gary hooked on that game. That was the first time I played. It was via, via the Harris's as well. Yeah, you can. Yeah. That's funny. Well, folks, that's I think that's a wrap. Shorter episode here for as we we go into Thanksgiving. Hope the, all you listeners have a great time. Go about it intentionally. Enjoy that time with family, and uh, we look forward to closing out the year strong with you with uh, four or five more episodes, whatever it is. Stephen, any closing thoughts? No, man, that's it. Just give thanks, be grateful, enjoy your time with your family. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble gobble.